We live in a broken world. I woke up this morning with those thoughts on my mind, how this world is so broken. Every day, every day, I talk to people who are broken. Families have fallen apart, uh, and that's what it means to be broken. It means you drop a glass on the floor and it shatters and pieces go everywhere. We say it's broken. Uh, some things are broken maybe slightly, and you can pick them up, glue them back together. But the fact is they got broken and they had to be repaired. And my friend, we have been broken. Our lives have been broken. I meet broken people every day, and so do you. And maybe even as you're listening to this, you're thinking, boy, he's talking about me. I'm broken. One of the toughest, most difficult things in all the world to live with is rejection. Even Jesus Christ, the Bible says he was a man of sorrows, rejected of men. The Bible says he was in the world and the world was made by him and the world knew him not. He came to his own and his own received him not. I've always felt like the greatest pain is to feel like somebody doesn't want me. Somebody's pushing me away. Someone doesn't even care to love me or help me. Somebody I thought loved me, cared for me, has rejected me, has turned their back on me, has pushed me away. That's a great pain to have in your life, and it causes brokenness. My friend, there are some things on earth when they get broken, they can't be repaired. But I've got good news for you. God can repair and restore broken lives and broken people. And when Jesus came, that's what he did for the three and a half years he had an earthly ministry. He went around restoring, repairing broken people. And when we come to the book of James, and especially chapter 5, James is talking about spiritual maturity, but here he's concluding the book with this chapter about people that have trouble. The rich people are taking advantage of the poor people, and the poor people having to work, and they don't get their wages, and they don't have money to buy food, and they're struggling to deal with that. You see people in this chapter who are dealing with sickness and illness, and they were healthy one day, and the next day they're told that uh, they have cancer. Lives are broken, but God came to help us understand how through Jesus Christ we can be restored. Now, a couple things that happened in this chapter I want to remind us of. And so he says, therefore, be patient, brethren, this is in verse 7, until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, waiting patiently for it until it receives the early and latter rain. You also be patient. Establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord is at hand. Do not grumble against one another, brethren, lest you be condemned. Behold, the judge is standing at the door. The judge is standing at the door. Do you get the picture there? Three times he mentions, I think, the first step to understanding how that you and I can have restoration and how we can have hope in a world that's so broken. In the midst of our tragedy and heartbreak and grief, we can have hope. He says, the judge is standing at the door. Behold, the Lord is coming again. He says, be patient. He's waiting for the precious fruit of the earth. 
You are precious. He's waiting for you to develop into that faith and that person that he really desires you to be. So he says, be patient in the midst of this trouble and trial and tribulation that you're going through. Jesus is coming again. Jesus said, behold, I'm going away, but if I go away, I will come again. He's waiting for the precious fruit of the earth. He waits for the early and the latter rain. I've always felt like that's somewhat of a prophecy concerning the fact the early rain was when the church was born in Acts chapter 2 and there's an outpouring of God's Holy Spirit, His rain upon earth and thousands of people came to Christ. I believe in the last days the latter rain will be the precious fruit of the earth that Jesus takes in a great harvest just before He comes back again. My friend today, God loves you. Christ died for you. Why don't you be a part of that fruit, that harvest that he gathers up when he comes back? He stands at the door. He's waiting for you to receive his son, Jesus Christ, to come into your heart. Would you do that today? And my friend, have hope. Jesus is coming back. These troubles will soon be o'er. Trust him today. God bless you. Continue to read this chapter. There's one more answer to it in this chapter to our brokenness, and I know you'll see it as you read it. God bless you. Have a great day.